Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Castology. This is Castology, the podcast that loves podcasts with three of us that love podcasts some of the time most of yeah, the well, time most of the, well, yeah, yeah. You know, it's actually almost always although there was that one that you really fucking hated a few weeks ago which one was that me that, that i did yeah which one was it was it a sports one I no, feel no like it wasn't it was a sports, sports one <laughs> no it was um the the one that i actually didn't listen to before i recommended it uh the oh maxwell yeah yeah, yeah 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 uh yeah. to Can't be fair all. i i hate that one less than i hate ben shapiro's podcast so well, well, I can't believe you do that to yourself. He, he set the bar pretty low. So. <laughs> uh, I'm one of your hosts, Nick Bleeker, and with me, as always, is Zane C. Weber. And our special guest. It's Grace. Welcome back, Grace. It's Grace. It comes with hands. Mm. I, yeah, I did it a little bit of jazz hand hands? thing. Yeah, no, yeah. it was great. I was um, jazzed. Yeah, well, I, I just think it always comes through in an audio medium. I think you... so. It absolutely does. If you're moving around, you give, a bit, give yourself a bit of motion, not too far away from the microphone, but mm. people hear it. Sometimes. Yeah, you sometimes. can you can pretend that you do that as well. Some people are very good at projecting energy just through their voice. Mm. I'm not one of them. I should have worn like a really loud windbreaker jacket so you could hear me swish every time <laughs> oh, I did yeah. my little jazz hands. Yeah, that's actually a great idea. I'm going to do that next time, actually. That's straying a little bit close to ASMR for me. You yeah, don't but... want me to get fake nails and start tapping? <sighs> no, yeah. thank you. Can you? Like can models. you? S- we are coming at this from very different angles. I have Taco Bell in my bag. We can do like oh, a mukbang. Yeah. No, thank I you. Hate, I hate that. Yeah. I'll literally. Good. I watch a lot of YouTube vlogs, and I will literally skip and stop watching a video if they don't edit out the eating sounds when they're having a meal. Oh, I. Just I, no. I remember it. when watching people eat was considered rude. Yeah. I remember that time, <laughs> back in my day when I back was a young lad. Watching people eat was considered rude yeah. and gross. Yeah. Sitting at the family dinner table and screaming, don't look at me, to yeah. my sister. Hiding under a sheet so that no one could see you <laughs> eat your soup. Okay. Well, well, just me? We, no, have, well, <laughs> we have different experiences. Yeah, that's all right. Look, it's fine. I won't watch you eat. That's okay. Anyway, we're here Thank to you. review and recommend some podcasts. Uh, we have no theme this week, which is great for you, Grace, as well, which is amazing. Yeah, I made it very yeah. easy. Yeah, we yeah we actually did. I made it really bad for Asabi because I did sports. So, I mean, Asabi didn't do a sports podcast, <laughs> no, so she, she got out of no, it. No, they didn't. But that's okay. Uh, so let's talk about our recommendations. I want to start with Grace. Me? Yes. Um, I'm trying to remember what my one was. It started with dead. Oh, uh, it, it was ended dead with bodies. bodies. <laughs> it was dead bodies. Um, it is a true crime podcast. Um, it's hosted by two Australian women. Nice. Um, which is interesting because they do a lot of Australian cases. Because um, I'm not usually a huge fan of true crime because sometimes it feels... I enjoy it, but sometimes it feels a little distasteful. Mm. A little gross. Yeah. Um, especially when there's like multi-part series and you really focus on the killer. It seems like, I don't really care about this dude, actually. He kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's hosted by a radio presenter 
Summer and a uh, she does uh, news reports uh, from she like specialized in uh, legal cases. She was like a reporter for the courts. Although I think she's moved because yeah. it it really took a toll. Like working in that sort of environment, mm-hmm. reporting on those sorts of stories. Yeah. Um, so they both like very respectful, very um, very like clear about the way that they set these cases out. It's not about like romanticizing a killer. It's about something that was tragic that happened or yeah. something something that was weird that happened because they're not always horrible cases it's like a a weird twist of fate or an mm. accident or something mm. um so it's really interesting just to like hear these these two ladies who know how to present this information yeah. in a way that doesn't feel gross um and so also is, hear about um, weird australian stuff that happened yeah, yeah so court reporter chanel vella chanel 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 vella and veteran radio host Didi Dunleavy. Yeah. What a great name. Yeah. Both pretty good names. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah they're lovely. Um, they have a, they sometimes have like a, a little section where people call in and they say like the time they saw a dead body, like mm. tell their story. Or sometimes they get like um, experts in, like they got some guy who I think worked in a, who worked in a funeral home. There was some guy that did um, like taxidermy and stuff like that. Like they get, they mix it up a little bit. Yeah. It's interesting. Interesting. I'm, I'm glad that they don't romanticize that because I think that's one thing that we've spoken about in the past with like, mm. true crime. Like a lot of the big true crime shows romanticize and kind of um, not take the piss, but take the piss a little bit out on some of this real world stuff, and which is like you said, it's pretty distasteful. So I mean, yeah, definitely, exciting. definitely the sign of a good true crime podcast is focus on the victims mm. and and even more so if they talk to the victims and get the victims to sign off on what they're mm. doing and what have you. Mm. Um, yeah, they. I mean, they tell it in a way that isn't like morbid. It's yeah. it. They do laugh and they do tell jokes, but it's always they're not telling jokes about the murder. Yeah, they're not like yeah. joking about someone dying. It's laughing in an uncomfortable situation or something and that's that they a relate. Very to. Australian thing to do. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes they talk about things that happen. And they're like, oh, when I was a kid, this happened to me, and I didn't think anything of it. But now looking back, my parents <laughs> protected me from a new story. <laughs> I, sh- I shouldn't have been watching on TV. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's really it's really interesting to like hear that sort of Australian take on it. Cool. Uh, how long are the episodes? And is it one case per episode or? Uh, no, they both bring a case. Okay, cool. Um, and they sort of split it between the two of them, so you mm. get one short one and then another short one. Although sometimes for bigger, more important cases, mm-hmm. um, they'll do half the case one week and half the case the next week. Right. Um, especially for things that really need a little more nuance, like yeah. it's not just a story; it's something you really got to expand yeah. upon. So they'll give they'll give a big a big case more time if needed, but often it's just like a little little snippet of something that's happened cool excellent excellent How exciting um i'm gonna go next Sam, i'm gonna put you last Fine. So, do it you know, see if i can that's right <laughs> i know you're a bit upset but that's okay we don't have to talk about it uh, my recommendation i said last week that i'm going insurrection and guess what well mm-hmm. this one another <laughs> basketball podcast yeah but yeah no <laughs> nba make me perform an insurrection <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so this one's called Behind the Insurrections, um, which was shameless, or almost, almost like shamelessly started maybe like eight days after the actual Capitol riots. Now, look, I, I didn't check the schedule, to be completely honest, when I put this down. So it is a lot, and I do apologise for the lots of insurrection content that is coming away. It is, this, this show doesn't purely focus at all on um, uh, the Capitol riots. It focuses more on like fascism, throughout human history. Mm. So there's obviously um, stuff about Hitler. I think there's one about Mussolini as well. Um, 
it is its downside for me is that it doesn't go into a, as much depth as I would like into to a right. couple of things. I don't think that it's a bad thing, but fair warning, if you're looking for a really like hardcore history sort of thing, this ain't it. But I That's found a this, shame. Well, I was looking forward to a hardcore history podcast. Well, you just go listen to hardcore history. So when you say behind the insurrections, is it the people behind the insurrections or kind of the the events that the led events up that led it. up to the insurrection. I think it's a mix of both. Okay. So for for me, it's like it's. I think it's done by the people that did. Um, what was it? What's the other fucking show? Um, oh my god, bastards is in the behind tower. the bastards. Behind the bastards. Oh, okay. Um, so it does basically talk quite a lot about fascism and mm-hmm. how it sort of impacts these particular sort of insurrections. Um. I don't know. Behind the insurrections doesn't quite roll off the tongue as well as behind the bastards. No, no. Behind the bastards is clean, but this isn't so mm. much. Um, but yeah, it is. I don't think it's actually in production anymore because you know how you, you know how shows like finish or well, they finish. Yeah, and you can tell because they start putting trailers up for other podcasts. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Um, so yeah, behind the insurrections. Behind the insurrections. Um, I'm sorry in advance if it makes you angry. So look, I there are, uh, I'm justified in my <laughs> anger a lot of the time. Um, yeah, look, no, you absolutely are. I feel really bad because I put this down. I've had this down for a while, but I deliberately put it way down low because I was like, nah, we'll give it a few months to breathe. And then I was like, oh, how it happened is good. I'll put this up right an episode next to before it. it. So, um, yeah, okay. So Zane, your recommendation? I'm recommending possibly. Uh, one of the most popular podcasts that I have ever recommended, and it's called The Skeptic's Guide to the Universe. Um, I've and literally it's, never heard of this. No. It has been around for 16 years. Oh. oh what the fuck? Like, yep. does it predate podcasts? Well, podcasts have been around for about 20 years, but very... Podcasts have been around since the late 90s, the RSS feed and, and the architecture. Yeah. But yeah, this has been around for a long, long time. There's over 1,500 episodes. Oh, my God. Holy um, shit. Now, not all of them are full-length episodes. There's about 800 full-length episodes. Yep. Um, and it's basically five people who are well thought of science and science communicators basically giving you a weekly rundown of like what's going on in science, what's happening in science communication, like what, like have there been any big miscommunications or anything like that. Um, so it's Dr. Stephen Novella, Jay Novella, Cara Santa Maria, Bob Novella, and Evan Bernstein. Um, Has and, it always been the same presenters? Uh, I believe... It started out as three people and it expanded to five over the period of 16 years. Good Lord. <laughs> that is a commitment. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and that's like the thing, shit. like they, I think the la- the most recent episode, they like said, this has been going for 16 years. Mm. Uh, and so they were like, yeah, well, we were just going to do it until it felt like it makes sense to stop. And I remember when it was five years and they're like, oh yeah, we've probably got a few more years in this. And then again a couple of years ago just kind of like it's, this is still going well it's still check, checking all the boxes for me science just keeps um, happening yeah, yeah. classic uh, science and science communication especially has been in the forefront the last mm. year um, at, at least so uh, yeah the skeptics guide to the universe I really do like the cover art as well it's kind of uh, retro art, art deco rocket. Oh, yeah, I do I, like it. It reminds me of what was the one that had the really good one that had the rocket? Moonshot. On it? That's the one, Moonshot. Um, it kind of, yeah, it mi- reminds me of a cross between like Stargate SG1 and yeah. Moonshot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Fuck yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this, the, the episodes are pretty difficult to 
break down topic wise if you're just looking at their titles because yeah. it is like based on a date yeah. um, and then they'll go over the the different uh, topics that are happening in science at that time but I always listen through listen notes well, I don't always listen through listen notes but I search through listen notes listen notes is very good for like picking out like let's talk about genetics what mm. episodes are talking about genetics mm. wait you um, can do that on listen notes fucking hell I mean listen, listen, listen notes is a very good uh, podcast search engine okay it'll it'll break down every every piece of information in the RSS feed that you can use so you can search it damn um, <clears throat> it's definitely more powerful than Apple or Spotify at the moment yeah um, but yeah Skeptic's Guide to the Universe um, I'm very confident on this one even if both of you hate it, I still love it. Um, no, I'm very excited. Uh, I have never quite chased the high that Backyard Science gave me. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, especially over the last year or so, some of the audio is a bit janky just because they're recording it remotely rather than... Yep. Um, but again, like that's episode to episode and it's, yeah, I, I, mm. I forgive it when it happens. <laughs> Look, and that's all that counts really. Yeah. So I think so. Great. Cool. All right, we're going to move on to our recommendations from last week and I want to start with Zanes. I recommended Under the Shroud, which was another specfic uh, podcast, a serial about a half-demon taxi driver um, uh, uh, operating under the shroud in Baltimore. Basically, it is a two-person writing team um, who does all of their their writing and and audio production. Uh, what did you think? I really liked it. I liked his accent. <laughs> yeah. He started talking. I was like, ooh, ooh, film noir. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. I this is a cracking show. Mm. Uh, you said that the, the, the sound. Look, I'm not d- deep in it, right? Mm-hmm. But you said that sound design gets better. I was like, the sound design is already really yeah. fucking good. What episode did you start with? I literally started from the start. Yeah, I I, I didn't think it got better. I said it got more sophisticated. More sophisticated, right? Sure. So sure, sure. I think they just have more time to spend on it because, again, like they've not been working during mm. during COVID. Yeah. Like they lost their jobs, um, and that's. Like you'll start hearing the episodes where they're like, "Hey, so this is our main form of income now. So if you can support us on Patreon, please do." Yeah, uh, and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it just kind of gets a little bit more. There's just a more of it, and there's more voices, and there's yeah, just more environmental sort of sound design. Yeah, um, I think overall this one gave me really big Dresden Files vibes. Mm. Like, yeah, I, I didn't was, want to mention. I wanted to see if it came up. Yeah, I immediately <laughs> was like, "This reminds me of the Dresden Files," um, because. Because it tells it's it's just really fascinating to listen to because I feel like for me it captures the the whole noir vibe, smoky mm. rooms, like the environment feels very lived in for Corin, I think, mm. already. And it does a remarkable job very quickly to get that set up. Um, this is a really, really good show. Uh, I'm genuinely surprised because I'll be honest, the podcast art is not great. It's not great. But again, we yeah. don't judge podcasts by their art. We although can't. I just did. But well, you know, you still yeah. listen to it though. I did. Yeah, and yeah, um, you got a happy surprise. Yeah, no, well that's <laughs> it. Yeah, this is the happiest surprise I could possibly. Win. I'm absolutely, I've completely bought into this. I cannot wait to continue this yeah. because this is just. I do miss. I haven't read or what. Oh, I mean, the first season of Dresden. There was only one season of Dresden Files on TV, but I haven't read any of the Dresden Files books in a long time, and this one kind of scratched that like what's the word like urban fantasy urban mm. fantasy like yeah. itch so well um yeah and the dude who fucking voices Corin is I could definitely see Corin becoming just like a cameo in when like Dresden goes to Baltimore yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly and yeah. I love that they actually chose Baltimore as a a location like an actual I yeah. think that's an mm. important thing rather than it being a 
fantasy area or town or whatever. It is something yeah, that exists yeah. within. I also like that they didn't go for one of the typical noir cities yeah. as well, yeah. like LA, yeah. or Chicago. Oh, it's yeah, Chicago. It's New York. Yeah, yeah New York. <laughs> okay. It's like New Jersey noir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I, I, I just couldn't believe listening to it how well done the sound design was just from mm. from day dot. So I'm excited to see how much it actually yeah. gets be- even even better. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm I really hope this gets more popular because I'm like the second I heard his voice, I was like, uh, the Tumblr fan artists would go crazy for this one. <laughs> a man in a suit. That sound. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That ticks all the boxes that they need. <laughs> Faceless man in a suit. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever that appears. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm no. I'm, I'm really happy because yeah, this is something that I kind of listened to. I was like, yeah, that's good. But you know, I do I do bring spec fic a fair bit, and so I was like, mm, I'm just gonna put it on. Just gonna this put was it on a listener submission, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Unreal. Absolutely. It's great. Corin, if you're listening to this, fucking hell, man, you can read the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Um, oh, cool. All right, we're gonna move on. I'm, uh, I'm gonna go with great. Me. Yes, your recommendation. Mine is Make It and Tell Everybody, and it's the comic artist interview one. Uh, thoughts? Thoughts? Questions? Grace, queries? how dare you bring this to this podcast? It was good. I it was really it. good. I was like, um, oh my God, same. <laughs> I was like, Jesus oh, no. Christ, how dare. <laughs> no, this is because I was listening to it while I was working, and mm. I was like, this is a really fun, yeah. like I was just doing spreadsheeting or That's whatever. That's what I do. And I was just like, this is a really good work along podcast. And mm-hmm. then on the podcast, they started talking about like, yeah, it's really good. Just kind of open up a Zoom, have a couple of other artists working with you at the same time. Like, that's what this feels mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Um, this is a really interesting podcast. Um, even because I, I'm not particularly engaged with the comics slash illustration scene or, mm. or industry, but it was interesting the kind of perspectives that they had on art in general and creation in general, which yeah. is a big part of what I do. Mm. Um and I think that was really interesting to speak to creators about creating, um, even though it was was comics and what have you. I, yeah, it was a really good podcast and really high quality of conversation as mm. well. It wasn't just the same questions every time, um, and lots of different uh, lots of different uh, guests, like types of guests and nationalities of guests as well. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, I spent last year uh, writing a comic for my honors thesis, mm. and it was really good to put that on the background especially when it got to like because comics is such a a long-term project Mm, so to to hear that yes everyone gets three quarters way into a project and goes i hate this i never want to look at it again oh i was like thank god i'm not the only one (laughs) (laughs) i um this is very sweet this show i wasn't doing spreadsheeting because i don't really know how to do excel every time i fuck up the excel spreadsheet i'm like zane (laughs) can you fix the excel spreadsheet for the episode plan um, and then Zane um, rolls her eyes and hits you know. undo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, quiet. Okay. Anyway, so this is. Um, I think for me, the, the draw is the fact that I honestly have, would never have thought to have approached an, a, a podcast to listen to about comics. And mm. I think, I think, like you said, I think last week you mentioned that it's not big name comic writers. You know, it's not like your Mark Millers and it's not you know your Alan Moore's, even though he'd literally never do that. Um, it it is independent comic artists which I found found even more fascinating because those stories are really 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 interesting mm-hmm. I think one of the ones I listened to I think Campbell White was one of them um, who they spoke about their journey from visiting they went to a booth at Supernova because mm-hmm. um, uh, they're based in Perth so he went to, went to Supernova I think in Perth and um 
they wanted to share the two I think it was the first two chapters of the graphic novel they were writing and uh, the person that they showed it to was um, I, I don't know some fancy comic writer or whatever like they usually are and they he was saying that he felt like they were letting him down by being like oh can I pass on some contact details for you but then two <laughs> days later he ended up signing a contract to get his like uh, his comic comics published. published and I was like wow and talking about that experience and then going from from really like achieving I guess that goal to the process behind it where mm. you know they hated their work you know they they started early they hated their work they tried to do they approached it differently they wanted to do different things and I think for me this is a really this is really a beautiful kind of entry point I think for yeah. people that want to get into comics as well I have a couple of friends who are comics uh, comic drawers as well and I would absolutely recommend this to them. Just even if it's just if they're even if they're drawing and mm. they just want to have something on in the background, this is a banger. Like this is a really, really, really good show. I mean, you're probably better suited to answer this question than me, but like this would be a great resource for those like animation students or yeah, illustration yeah. students mm. and that sort of thing, right? Yeah. Well, I started listening to it because I was looking for podcasts like that because I was finishing my third year of uni where I was going to have to start like making decisions, oh, and yeah. it felt very impossible. Mm. because I mean you only ever hear about the big names getting big deals so it's hard to see yourself move from a very small position into anything because there's no in between there's such a gap in uh, like the people you hear about so when when he got that deal and when like other artists talk about um, getting picked up by people it it seems more achievable to be like oh I can apply for a grant or Mm. I can do this people are wanting you to do this yeah yeah yeah, Good just uh, just like outlining those pathways that mm. like are there. You just don't know that they're there because no one talks about them. Yeah, because yeah. look, I'm going to be honest, not a lot of comic book artists are <laughs> what I would describe as extroverted. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, you do, you do get that with a couple of the interviews, which is very, very funny, but they do come out of their shell and they're, and they're all, and again, I think all the personalities on here really rock. I think there was another one that I listened to where I think it was stephanie cook episode where she talks about how she quit her job and then she's recording the episode on her very first day as a freelance comic Mm. and i was like my insides i was like oh my god please survive because she'd been focused so long on her day job i will Um, protect you with all of my i will do everything um because you know we're all artists everyone like we all know that you know what the freelance struggle can be like and when i heard that i was like <laughs> but it was a great episode. It was a great mm. episode because she was very confident about what she was doing and the decisions that she'd made. And I thought that came across really well. I, I've subscribed to this. This is super interesting. And I have passed it on to like two or three of my comic book drawers because um, I think this is a cracking resource for them. So, but even, even other than that, like like you said, it is a super soothing, it's a soothing yeah, thing yeah, to listen to. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really just nice and sweet. Mm. Um, so, yeah, anyway, uh, we're going to go on to my recommendation. <laughs> And what was your recommendation? Well, my recommendation uh, was... Sweet and uplifting? Uh, well, <laughs> it depends on what you I classify as sweet and uplifting, I guess. I've, anything set in the 80s specifically about sport, I think is pretty pretty good. Yeah, okay, good. Show. Well, then I'm sure you really enjoyed my podcast recommendation, Death at the Wing, which is a podcast that explores uh, the 1980s in the NBA in the social political issues, the rise of the game and players within the game. Can you explain to me what the title is in reference to? So Death at the Wing, I think, implies, and I'm honestly just kind of going off the players that are listed here. So there's a position in basketball called the wing. So mm. there's, it's, oh, this is okay. I'm gonna is try it like and, a famous death of someone who played wing? 
No. So, okay. well, pretty much all the people on here that died are wings. So maybe. Ah. Is that it? So that's like a through line. Probably, yeah. Okay. A um, cursed position. So there is, the the wing is basically the shooter. Right. So most of these players uh, were known for their shooting, like Drazen Petrovic was considered the best, one of the best NBA shooters before he passed away. Um, Len, Len Bias, pretty sure was as well. And Kareem uh, Abdul-Ruf, uh, Ralph, I think it was as well. Anyway. Um, there. That's pretty much it. The wing right. is a. It's no specific position because the thing with basketball is that with positions and they're not considered positions anymore. It's all very fluid because yeah, the games yeah. evolve. Blah you blah just blah, run blah, around. Blah. Yeah, you run around. Chuck the ball. Yeah. Bounce it. You got to bounce it. Bounce it as well. You, you no, bounce the ball. You, you gotta, catch the ball. You throw the ball. I've heard you have to throw it. Yeah, too. you can throw mm. it. You can dunk it, which is pretty sick too. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's basketball. Just smack it. It's, yeah, if, you, if you're angry, yeah, you get a tech. Yeah. You get a I played basketball flagrant. in high school, and honestly, I was just there to fill a spot. Yeah. I was tall, and all? I could fill a spot. Yeah, so that was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I was tall. I stood there. I refused. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> I did inner school sport because it got me out of Thursday afternoon maths, and that was about all I needed. Oh, nice. You chose yeah. sport over maths. Yes, <laughs> I did that. <laughs> what? Okay, <laughs> we're very different people. <laughs> um, so, what did you think of this particular sport? I really liked it. Um, I particularly liked. I think it was the first episode because I started at the beginning. Mm, yeah. The first episode how they got really in depth about how far the game has come in terms of support for mental health mm-hmm. and about how at the time in sort of the eighties that wasn't that wasn't a concern. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting to see how they um how they sort of tracked down the the domino effect from like post war parents raising the next generation who were then entering the world and with no support. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting to see how that affected the game because I hadn't really put that together. I'm, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, not really a sports person. <laughs> so I hadn't really considered the fact mm. that, yeah, these are these are young people with incredible skills, intense schedules, and the the public eye on them at all times. Mm. Like, yeah. that would take its toll on anyone. Yeah. Same. Oh, me? <laughs> um, Checked out. Or is it <clears throat> I, I resent or? that. Uh, this is okay. I'm, I'm just going to go with this okay. Is huge. Yeah, okay. I feel like there is a lot of information here. I feel it's very well researched. Mm. But I also think it's very inside basketball. Yeah, I didn't so know yeah. any you, of the names they mentioned. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> if you yeah. had a good grounding, this would be a lot more meaningful. Um, to the point that, like, when I was listening, it was fine. But as soon as I, like, my attention was drawn away and I came back to it, mm. I. It, I, it had lost me. It had started going on talking positions and, and names mm. and whatever that I just didn't get. Um, that might be on me and my aversion to everything sport. Um, but I think the presentation of this podcast, very well done. And I think if you have an interest in the history of the sport, particularly how it came around in, in, in America, this is a pretty good podcast. Mm. Um, I listened to two episodes and I had trouble... I had trouble latching on to either of them um but again I, th- I i really do think that that's me not the podcast yeah i, I mean i pretty sure i said it last week as well <laughs> you know it does go inside basketball and it does it early too like yeah. that first episode does yeah. like even even i was when i was listening to it i was like oh shit this is like i know i knew what was going on but yeah. when i was listening to it as a like <laughs> oh i'm gonna recommend it i'm like oh god okay big asterisks here it does 
get inside basketball very quickly. And then yeah. once it sort of diverts away from that, that's when I think you start tuning back in because it's not about <laughs> like the X's and O's of, of basketball. Yeah. Um, but again, I've, I mean, like I'm not going to say it's shit because of that because um, I love basketball. No, <laughs> and, and, that, and that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, like, of course, of course. It doesn't lie and say mm. it's not about that. Like, no, no, it no. It literally says like mm. this is what it's about. Um, so yeah, I'm, I think I'm happy. I'm happy to take that. Um, yeah. Take take that hit and say that it's me and not the podcast. Yeah, um, because everything else about this podcast it checks all the boxes like production values, uh, research, uh, and presentation all yeah. all a plus. Um, it's just yeah, the content do, I, I had trouble um, keeping keeping it uh, meaningful. Yeah, yeah. I'm very yes. curious to see what they do beyond this, just in terms of Adam McKay yeah. like, leaning into podcasts. I know I know Adam McKay is very much into sports because he, he like shows up on like different, you know, sporting podcasts I listen to as a guest and all that sort of stuff. So he really knows his stuff and he's really well connected too. Mm-hmm. So I'm very curious to see what happens once if this finishes. Do you think soon. this started as a COVID project? I think so. Yeah. I feel like a lot of these things that kind of has are just only starting or have started in the last six mm-hmm. months feel yeah. a little bit COVID projecty, which again, not a big deal. Just kind no, of works. So you might as well just yeah. do something. So um, I just thought it was, it's, a, it's a fascinating insight into the 1980s because I still learned a lot from this, even though I, I know quite a lot about basketball. Mm. So I'm going to brag, but I know a lot about 1980s. Well, well you know a lot about science and maths and stuff. Science and maths is timeless. <laughs> <laughs> basketball <laughs> is fleeting. Fleeting. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, be quiet, Zane. Stop being so smart. I'm, except I'm where it. it except where it intersects with maths, basketball is meaningless. I was going to say, I think there's a bit of science and maths yeah, I was in gonna basketball. Say there's a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, there, there's a lot of crossover between <laughs> nerds and and sport. I just it bypassed me. I got the nerds and theater. Um, no. I, I don't think there's a lot of crossover between the nerds, theater, and sport. I, yeah. I'm absolutely going to try and find a podcast that is like nerd basketball. I saw the someone- musical. Oh yeah. <laughs> I saw someone the other day talking about how like arguably LARPers are closer to jocks than people who are into fantasy football because uh, fantasy football Ooh. is basically just uh, D&Ding uh, football yeah. and LARPing is just sporting d and I guess um, it would depend. It was really funny. Yeah. I guess it would depend if the fantasy footballers also played sport outside of school. That's true. Hmm. Mm. I don't know mm. if I've known anyone within a school setting to do fantasy football, though I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I mean, if we no. if we include university... That, that does change definitely. things. Oh, yes. actually, no, I do know. I have a high school teacher friend and they do fantasy... Um, they do or they run a fantasy league as a way to teach statistics and things. I That's actually a, probably would have paid more attention was, to maths. That was the case. I was going to say that probably would have actually got my interest. Well, there you go. Yeah, well, That's fantasy like sports. Back in my day. Yeah, back in my day, my maths teacher. <clears> get teaching out. uh teaching kids gambling from a young age. Yeah, I might have learned my times tables fast if I was playing D and D instead of writing out, you know, all yes. of the yeah multipliers. It, it's yeah. going to be easier. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, should we back announce um, our recommendations for this week, Grace? Mine is uh, Dead Bodies, uh, an Australian true crime podcast uh, that's presented by a radio presenter and a uh, court journalist. Love it, Zane. I recommended The Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, which is a super long-running skeptical and science news podcast. I love it. And mine was Behind the Insurrections. It is pretty much self-explanatory, Insurrections. Yeah. I mean, it's in the title. And Behind Them. Fascism. Fascism. Doesn't fascism. 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 And fascism in insurrections around the world and history. So, you know, 
Enjoy it. I also apologize again for doing lots <laughs> of insurrection <laughs> shit. But I promise this is the last. Oh, should I have a look at my thing? Look, yeah, I, I, might want to check I have a again. fascism podcast coming up in Do the you? next couple of oh, weeks. Oh, okay. So. I just saw it. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. Great. More fascism. It was Excellent. like, you're lucky I didn't put it this week. <laughs> Sounds like uh, a potential theme. Hey. <laughs> Actually, it's a major theme. I, I feel like it's an ongoing theme for us the last <laughs> year or so. Yeah, honestly, It's fascism. Right. Yeah, well, you know. We well. can just be called, you know, Castleology to fascists. Anyway, so oh, we're not fascists, but anyway, that's fine. Um, <laughs> you can get us. Uh, that's what canon.com forward slash Castleology. Uh, there's a form there. You can fill it out, put all your details and shit in if you want to recommend your podcast or a podcast. Yep. Um, Zane, we do guarantee that we listen to it. I at least will listen Zane to it. listens to it. I, Someone. Actually, I do have a few that are on my listens. Like I'm listening to them. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Sounds so insincere. Um, I am listening. Like I'm listening to them, and they're on my list. So Good. I'm listening to them. I, like I, I, I am. This is a sincere <laughs> call out. Them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is a sincere call out. Please send in your mm. podcast because the the list I'm at actually at the end of the list, and I would like more new podcasts to listen to. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, no Ben Shapiro podcasts, please. Oh yeah, don't do that. Will but, you accept uh, Joe Rogan? <laughs> I've, mm. uh, we've already <laughs> featured Joe Rogan's podcast oh, on right, this yeah. on this podcast, so we don't need to go there again. Oh, thank yeah. God. And yeah. and, and yes, I do find Joe Rogan less problematic than Ben Shapiro. That's. I would say the same. Yeah, I would look, say the same. I don't like either of them, but if we're comparing. Yeah. Lesser of two evils, I guess. Um, I mean, they're both evil. But um, you can also get us on facebook.com forward slash castology. Um, we are on there. I haven't posted anything in weeks. Lisa's going to also, fucking torch me for Instagram doing that. and Twitter. And but Instagram if you do it before she gets back, she'll never yeah. have oh, 100%, to Oh, 100%. Yeah, if you, do it, if you do a post on each of the socials before yeah. she gets back, then maybe she just won't scroll down and see the gap. Yeah, that's so true. I'm going to absolutely do that um, this <laughs> coming week so uh liz or oh, it's all done <laughs> anyway all right well no i think shit. that's us for this yeah, week that's us for this week i'll be one of your hosts nick bleak across me has always been zane c weber special guest i'm grace yeah uh where can they find you online grace uh instagram uh under knitting anarchist <laughs> The knitting, the knitting anarchist, or just knitting anarchist? Just knitting anarchist. Turns just knitting out anarchist. the adds too many, uh, too many, too many letters, letters to a username. It's oh. not quite. Dear as Instagram, smooth. fix it, fix it. Yeah, keep listening to podcasts, everyone. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 